Live at five. Ah, live at yeah, five. it's live, right? I think it is. I've no idea. There we go. Are we on? Uh, no, we're not. Oh, well. Okay, here we are. Unbelievable. It's actually working. Everything is working. The lights are out and nobody's home. <laughs> and I mean that. Other than me and Oz, everyone just literally left the building. So here we are. I had issues with getting the production. The computer just kind of stopped. I don't know what, what what's going on here. It's, ever since Jeff got back, everything's gone. No, it's kidding. Something was strange. I don't know if Jeff had the same experience. But uh, anyway, it's working now. <laughs> kind of important. <clears throat> uh, not to mention, I've also noticed that Jeff, despite the fact leaving... <laughs> he, I, it must be a clue. It's like someone leaving uh, Lysol or, or, or worse yet, mouthwash behind. He's got the, this big jar. I mean, it's huge. Uh, it's called Sani Hands. S-A-N-I, not to be confused with Dr. Sani. Sani Professional Instant Sanitizing Wipes. <laughs> it's like, well, we gotta, we got to cleanse this place because Glenn's on in the afternoon. Anyway, uh, that was left behind here. It's right in front of me. So I'm here. You're there. Uh, Jerry Manor is going to be joining us on the phone, actually, in about four minutes. Jerry Manor, of course, is the, uh, he does a lot of things at CECOM. Uh, and uh, see, as a matter of fact, you just heard CECOM on the air. Uh, was, oh, I'm looking up there and I can't find it. But nonetheless, uh, Jerry is always a wealth of information. He'll come up with the tip of the day as far as banking and how to secure yourself and protect yourself uh, from fraudulent activity. Uh, and he also offers a lot of other things. He, uh, and I always admire Jerry, not just for what he does in terms of banking for CECOM Credit Union, but also for what he does on uh, broadcasting high school sports, particularly uh, hockey up in the Messina area. And if you've ever heard Jerry Manor, and, and by the way, when you hear his voice once again, he calls in once a month here on the Live at Five show. You'll know right away what I'm talking about. He definitely has that voice. All right, so uh, crazy stuff going on. Crazy, crazy stuff. And, you know, I, I, you know Jeff talks about the, this fake account. And quite frankly, now it's, I think it's jumped a shark already. And I'm not talking about the site itself. But, um, yeah, and you know, here it is right, right now. And he might be calling in. But for my sources, my intel has told me, not to mention Donnie literally uh, texted me just moments ago, that he has, in fact, collected a $1,000 reward for disclosing who might be associated with that Facebook account. In fact, he's got a picture of his hand with what looks to be $1,000 inside one of those bank ribbons, and it's dated today. So there you have it. Uh, the story of the day, and I should I say, in the last week or so since the introduction. And by the way, you could see in the background, and I could be wrong on this. This was clearly taken. This photograph. I, I can't, if this is Donnie, I can't talk to him that much. But this is huge news. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, is that the flatter Donnie guy? Yeah, is there is there any other Donnie that we talk about? Yes, Donnie flatter is Donnie. Well, it's the first time I wish the earth is flat, so maybe he could jump off the edge. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this one. Um, this seems, this this is very odd. And um, the accusations, I won't mention names. Again, I've just found out about this. But um, this is wrong. This, I mean, I, I, I'm again, someone, someone, I think it was the Duff man who said, Glenn, you're thin-skinned. Thin-skinned? What about the guy who's got a golf course? You think I'm thin-skinned? Holy mackerel. This is absurd. And now, now people's lives are affected by this. So, I don't know. Donnie's not calling in, but we'll see. We've just lost whoever that was. So, you know, instantly, people, you know, 
Donnie, people aren't going to be happy with you right now. No one, no one likes someone like, uh, you know, Henry Hill. Read between the lines. But that's what this is. You want money that much? Plus, you're pointing in the wrong direction. This is, this is sad. And by the way, the site I'm talking about is Todd Bullard, attorney to Todd Bullard, City of Watertown Attorney Fan Club. And this, by the way, is, is a part of freedom of speech. And anyone who, who, who contributes to it, even in a half-assed manner, is, is also part of free speech. Let's see if this is Jerry Mann. Hi, you're, uh, you're on the Live at Five show. Oh, it's Jerry oh, Mann. Len, how are you? There he is. There's the golden voice right there, ladies and gentlemen, from CECOM Credit Union. It is Jerry Manor here on a Tuesday afternoon in the Live at Five show. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great, Glenn, and you? Good. I, I, I got to tell you, you know, I, in, in your experiences, you know, when you did hockey the first time around, you were probably a little rusty. You know, that's to be expected. I, <laughs> I believe you've done other sports. But have you ever done uh, mixed martial arts before, blow by blow? I have not. Well, let me just tell you, this past Saturday I had the honor of being cage-side, not ring-side, cage-side. And uh, I, did, I did the, you know, the play-by-play, and then I had a color guy by the name of Connor. Gibbons, who knew a lot, not a lot more than I did, and it w- it was challenging. But it would be like me doing a hockey game. Actually, no, hockey would be much more difficult because when I see someone you know get pounded to the ground, I can at least hand the torch over to Connor Gibbons. He can explain what type of move that was. But in hockey, I don't think I could do that. But nonetheless, it was an experience, and uh, uh, I'm I'm happy I'm happy to say that I got through it, and I only got better as the night went on. So that 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 was this past Saturday night. Wanted to share well, that with you. It sounded like it was a terrific event, Glenn. Yeah, no, it really it always is, uh, and uh, the May events are always bigger than the summer events, I think, uh, because of the time of year. People are just so you know they're just eager to get out of the house. And, uh, yeah, we had it at the arena. It was awesome. So well, You Jer- mentioned May, yeah. Glenn. Did you know that May is Older Americans Month? It, it, I guess there's it's something for every day, for every week, for every month. What is May again? It's Older Americans Month, and it has been by presidential proclamation for 60 years now. President Kennedy was the first president, and, of course, uh, President Biden most recently proclaimed um, Older Americans Month. But it's been every year for 60 years. But... You know, during the month, we like to talk about, uh, you know, treating our senior citizens properly. Right. And one of those things we can help with is making sure they're not victims of identity theft and fraud. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, did you know that in 2021, there were over 92,000 older victims of fraud? Wow. They lost $1.7 billion. That's incredible. Isn't it, though? You know, some of the common scams, of course, there's uh, the old-fashioned, what's called vishing, that's with right. uh, voice. Mm-hmm. There's phishing, which is by text. Mm-hmm. And there's smish, or I should say smishing is by text, and phishing is by email. But anyway, what they, the crooks do is they try to convince their victims that they're maybe from Social Security or maybe from Medicare, you know, and you need to do this or this is going to happen to you. Uh, you need to give us your information so we don't lock down your Medicare account. Right. Or we don't lock down your Social Security. So, again, what I always tell folks, Glenn, is make sure that you never give out any information or any money unless you initiate the contact, okay? Mm-hmm. So, in other words, when people initiate a contact and ask something out of what appears to be out of the blue, you should know that something is suspicious at that point, Jerry. 
and here's the other thing. Don't do anything right away. If, if you're concerned, even if you're not concerned, it's always better to double-check because here's the thing. You have no idea whether the person who is calling, you know, are who they say they are. Even if uh, caller ID says it's who they are, mm-hmm. it may not be because they can spoof caller ID. So, again, you can't trust anybody. So if you initiate the call, but even then, you want to make sure you're calling the proper phone number because oftentimes if you go online to look up a phone number, Mm -hmm. you could get a scammer's phone number. That's incredible. So, yeah, so it's really tough. But, you know, there's the sweepstakes scams out there where you get a check. Now, if you didn't enter, probably you're not going to win. Somebody gets a check in the mail, they're excited about it. These checks look really legitimate right you know in fact they may even be written on accounts that exist there's the here's a big one computer tech support scams so in other words uh, many of us even older americans i have to count myself among that number we have computers too Mm -hmm. and you know the uh, scammers will call up and say i'm so and so with microsoft we've noticed you've got problems is your computer a little slow lately and they'll go into a long spiel and say, listen, we can fix it for you. We're not going to charge you anything because mm-hmm. you have Microsoft and let us into your computer. And, of course, once they get in, they install malware and steal your information. So you got to watch out for that. Mm. you got to watch out for the grandparent scam. You've right. heard of that one. Oh, yeah. Def- oh, it, when it comes down to, like, your, your grandson just got uh, arrested and yep. needs to be bailed out or something like that? Yep. Don't, don't believe it. Romance scams. Here's another one, investment scams. Uh, some older Americans do have some money they could invest, mm-hmm. and the scammers look for, you know, they tell you you can get a 12% return on your money. Remember, if something appears to be too good to be true, mm-hmm. it's probably not. Right, right. And so too keep often... that in mind. You know, these crimes against older adults can be devastating. They mm-hmm. often leave their victims with no way to recoup their losses. So here's what I'm going to say to your listeners right now. If you have been a victim, whether you're an older American or a younger American, make sure you report it. A lot of times people are embarrassed and they don't want to report it. But please report it. Report it to the police. Mm -hmm. Report it to, um, you know, you can report it to the Federal Trade Commission. There are a lot of places you can report it to your local county adult protective. Uh, There's a national elder fraud hotline. It's Mm 833-FRAUD-11, which converts to 833-372-8311. So make sure you report these frauds. And what happens is, you know, the local police probably can't do much, but what they can do is alert the community that this scam is going around. Sure. Yeah, you've heard those alerts before, you know, so, mm-hmm. so be very careful about that. So. Well, I mean, I'm glad we're doing this here. And I just, it, it, it's typically reported on Channel 7. And yeah. usually, you know, we hear it ha- happening elsewhere. We see national reports with uh, Nora O'Donnell. So-and-so lost thousands of dollars. We've also seen situations over the years like, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, you know, stock market uh, Ponzi schemers and so forth that have been taking money from, from elderly and saying, give me your money. I'll take care of you. I'll give you this unbelievable return. And people fall for that. And typically in those situations, uh, Jerry... Uh, they're, they're, they're educated people. They should know better. But I guess it's, it's also because when they see other people do it, they feel that they're, they should do it themselves. Is, is that true, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and it's, there's just so many things that can happen. There's so many ways. And, you know, once you figure out one scam, the crooks are right back with another one. Right, right. You know, and they're, they're just so good at what they do. You just have to 
be skeptical about everything. And here's the thing. If you're not an older person, but you have an older person who's a friend or a relative, Mm -hmm. listen to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll probably give you clues that there might be a scam in progress. So talk to them and and make sure they're not making mistakes. I know it's a hard situation in many cases. Um, You know, older people like to be independent. Yeah, sure. But, you know, a few words from you could help avoid them losing money. Yeah, and I also get a sense that, you know, for instance, when elderly people, especially someone who's lost their husband, they're in their 70s, 80s, 90s, whichever, and they're still able to go out out and about, I think a lot of people can ask a simple question, hey, how's things, or, you know, is any anything weird going on? Did anyone steal anything from your porch? That could be some, a device that you got from, you know, your, your whichever. Right. I, I think that's important because, you know, again, as I get older, Jerry, there's a lot of things that I overlook. I just can't imagine 15, 20 years from now where my head's going to be. So I hope that people would ask me if I'm paying attention to stuff as well. Yeah. Absolutely. One more thing I want to mention, yeah. Glenn. Yep. Did you know that May is Small Business Month? What what isn't May, Jerry Manor? What yeah, what well, is yeah? It's Small Business Month. I just want to mention this because we are so dependent upon our small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, according to the SBA Small Business Administration, in a 2020 study, there are 31.7 million small businesses in the United States, and they account for 99.9 percent of all U.S. businesses. That's incredible. Lots of jobs, about 1.5 million jobs annually. Wow. You know, you know small business people. I know small business people. It takes an extreme amount of courage Mm -hmm. to be a small business person. So support them. You know, order local this month. Right. You know, make sure that you, you know, maybe skip the big A for a little while and try to get all the stuff you need locally. That will definitely help small business. You could start a shop local challenge on your social media. You know, say, I'm going to shop local. Why don't you do that? Here's another one. And this is terrific. Mm -hmm. Give small businesses good reviews on social media. Mm. That really helps small businesses. You know, hey, listen, I went down to Joe's Diner and I had a wonderful meal. They're Mm -hmm. a great place. Check Mm -hmm. them out. Yeah, that that really helps an awful lot. So if you see a small business, I know we're almost to the end of May, yeah. but thank them mm-hmm. for what they're doing, because without small business, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And the other thing that we, we didn't mention that I hear a lot, and it might not be reported, Jerry, is scams from uh, contractors. Uh, people oh, yeah, that's that, another one. That, uh, they'll go around town looking for, you know, even the slightest dent on your, your gutters, mm-hmm. and they'll stop in and say, listen, we're going to fix that for you. Here's the key with that. Don't pay them till the job is done. Right, right. Well, often, here's another one, though, Jerry. Often, someone might be referred to somebody, and quite frankly, again, God bless everybody. God bless all workers, particularly people that work with their hands that are able to build stuff. But I don't know how many times a contractor will just fall off the en- edge of the earth, and you just don't see or hear from him at all, then only to find out he's hacked, shacked up with someone and he's got some type of uh, drug abuse or whatever, and your money is long gone, Jerry. Is this everyone? No. But, boy, it seems to happen in that industry more than anyone else. Yeah, and I've seen it one too many times. not even a lot of them. It's just the, Enough. It's just the one bad one that gives right. a bad name to everybody. So, right. again, do your due diligence sure. whenever you're getting something done mm-hmm. or, you know, wherever you go to do business. But I can tell you from, you know, being a North Country person for my entire life, mm-hmm. we have a lot of wonderful small businesses in the area. But I want to tell you something else. 
There aren't as many as there used to. No, there isn't. No. Unfortunately, so let's, right. Let's keep them here. Let's do business with them. And uh, listen, you're going to be very, very happy if you do business with local folks because, you know, they're the ones that are the backbone of their community. They're the ones who are supporting our little league teams. They're the ones who are supporting our hospital and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're the people who make our community go. Sure. And the majority of the monies that we make on a day-to-day basis in society are from small businesses. And hopefully we can protect those who, are particularly are older adults, from losing their money that they've earned their entire lives from creeps out there that are looking to take it from right under their noses, Jerry, which That's is awful. Right. So, Terrible. folks, hey. Stop up and see us. Yes, oh, yes. Our new location. We're up on uh, Route 3 there, right across from the town center, and our beautiful new branch. Stop in and say hello to Jess and the staff at CECOM. We'd love to see you. We've, uh, we'd love to do business with you. Excellent. Jerry, once again, uh, thank you for calling in on the show. We do this once a month. It's, oh, I just had some uh, just, uh, t- reach out to me about maybe 20 seconds ago and says, he said this quite simply, Jerry, this guy is smart. So there's your, fir- there's your review for the day, Jerry Manor. <laughs> There's well, your thank review. you very much. My my appreciation for you allowing me to be on the show, Glenn. Oh, anytime. I love doing this probably shows, but uh, I appreciate your support. Yeah, next time uh, you'll be in the studio sometime. Next next okay. month, I should say. We're, we'll, we'll set that up. Awesome. Jerry Manor, okay. thank you very much, sir. Glenn, take care. You too. That's uh, Jerry Manor from SeaCom. Uh, and, uh, oops, my computer just went goofy again. Ah, there it goes. So there you have it. Well, Jerry, uh, just smart guy, needless to say. And, yes, that gentleman who just texted in, uh, is correct. All right, so now getting back to where, getting back on the on track with what I was talking about. Again, I don't know who does this Facebook page. I'm not going to even speculate because whenever I speculate, you know, there's that old word that where you, I might assume too wrong. Uh, I might be uh, I might be assuming, and when I assume, I make an ass out of you and whomever else. I'm not going to do that. But this latest thing, and I'm shocked that our friend all of a sudden the guy who talks all the time online. In front of City Hall. This might be him. So forever hold your peace. This could be Donnie himself. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. So let me set the record straight. It's Donnie. I don't have um, complete evidence that it was Jen. So Jen's never confirmed it. She's always denied it. Okay? What I have is circumstantial evidence that points in her direction. But if your guys are saying that it wasn't, then that could also be true, but... Also, it was also confirmed by a technical team that it was. So the evidence would be from the technical team saying that, it, I guess, they tracked her phone and tracked where she went or whatever. So, what? what I mean, again, I, I know the person in question, and let's not use her name again, but I know the question of the person in question that said, but I, I, I just know she doesn't have that, I guess you could say, uh, technical savvy to create those memes and to do that on a daily basis. And here's another thing, Donnie. You would think that, you know, after this claim was made by you-know-who, who who gave you $1,000 for this, that that person would stop. I go back to the Facebook page again, and it seems like whoever's doing this doubled down and actually even did more stuff against the man in question here who gave you $1,000. And to me... It's all stupid. It's all stupid. Stupid? You're walking away with $1,000, Donnie. It's not that stupid. I know, but here's the whole thing. I went to the mayor's blog over the weekend, and and there was a reward for $1,000 for the um, posters. So I knew three people that were involved, and that's who I said. Now, do I know exactly who created the page? No, but I had a feeling, and the confirmation came from the technical team. All right. Well, okay. That, T, that PJ hired. Now, but, 
But Donnie, I got it. I was looking for opportunities to make money, and when I seen a thousand dollars sitting on the marriage blog, yeah, I said I'm going to go see if I can go collect that thousand dollars, and I did. But Donnie, Donnie. Come yeah. on. I mean, there's one thing that you have to honor in this world, and that's someone that doesn't, you know, rat out somebody else. I think he did. Now, so here's the whole thing. Here's the whole thing. I told Jen that I thought it was her. I spoke with Jen the whole time. I wasn't, I wasn't hiding it from Jen and the other people that were involved that I, I mentioned. I, I straight out told them, all right? And, they, and Jen asked me, she goes, are you going after the reward? And I said, yes. Of course, she laughed at that, but you know that's just the way it was. So now, what, what if what if what if that we know who's actually posting these things? I don't think it's that big of a deal, and I don't really think any of it's criminal. No, I mean a deal is a deal, but you know the the public perception. We already had one phone call. Is you know not not happy with you. You know, you're the oh, type that of guy. He's been posting everything. You, you, you it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're gonna write on him. Gotten, like, uh, Donnie, four messages, word for word from that guy. <laughs> Donnie, you, 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 it seems like you went over, you went overboard on this one. And I, again, no, I'm, I listen. I didn't go overboard on anything. Uh, I okay? think you did. There was a reward posted, and I went and collected. And if anybody else wants to put up any other money, that's reward for anything. I'll look into that too. Uh, I'm sure you will. But let me ask you this, Donnie. What about Seth? Is he is he involved with this too, or is he is he yeah, upset he's with involved you? with it? Yes, he's one of the people that's involved with it. Yes. So wait a minute. Did, did you tell on him too? He knows. Yes, I yes. Jeez. All right. Isn't Seth yeah, your friend he though? To, he wants to fight now. But yeah, I know. I was going to say. I mean, I, I mean, Seth is better than trying to be deceptive. So now Seth is upset with you. Yeah, well, listen, it's actually good because a lot of things came out of this that showed me. I've been um, suspecting someone's been going behind my back personally and and finding out things and then posting anonymously about it, and I've been wondering so where a- that leak has been coming from. So uh, I think uh, I found some stuff out during this for myself because not only does – People anonymously post over there. Dude. I have haters that come after me too that are anonymous. All right, so another and I would love to know right. who some of them are because they've been doing it for years. Right. So, so Donnie when this came up. I was like, you know what? I think I can step in. So Donnie, what you're saying is this is a tit for tat. Yeah, this is a tit for tat. It's going to keep going back and forth. And if anybody wants any more information. Post a reward, and I'll and um I'll I'll see what I can do. Well, I'm sure you will. Of course, you're the guy that can get uh, find out information. You you you're the uh, Henry Hill of Northern New York. Well, Henry feel? Hill? I don't think so because he went to the um, federal he, government. What are you trying to say that PJ's mafia? The, no, I didn't say that. I said you're mafia. You're the informant. Not what are you mafia. talking about? Well, PJ's not the feds, so he's not like he's long. You person. know what I'm saying, Donnie. I'm using it as a simile, as, a, as an example, as a fictitious example, mind you. Actually, I'm not. No, I, that I actually happened. The lesson should be learned here that if, you should, if you're going to say something, stand behind it. Like, <laughs> don't try to hide who you are. Don't be right, Explain to me why the, why the memes are still happening. You think you think the person don't say her name again. You're saying that that person is still doubling down and, and posting stuff today about the about the developer in question I on think Facebook. What has happened is more administrators have been taken over that page, so there's more people that have access to it. So you're saying there's multiple people behind it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, okay. 
All right. Just I'm, I'm, I appreciate you calling in, Donnie. Disappointed. All right, so if anybody else wants to, re- you know, post rewards for anything else, right? Um, I'll look into it for them. Uh, by the way, are you going to declare that with the uh, the IRS? As a matter of fact, I filled out my 1099 to collect it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Because we knew. We knew. Why don't you take a picture of that? What's that? Take a picture of the 1099 and post that, just like you sent the picture of me with with a wad of cash in your hand. Okay, I'm going to have to. Uh, make a phone call to do that because I didn't do that. Oh, okay. All right. It's the honorable thing to do. You know, Uncle well, Sam anyways, gets his we, share. Oh, listen, we already listen. We already knew that would come down the pipeline that somebody would be like, oh, 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 oh. All right. Did they do it legally? Yeah, we did. So, All right. Well, this isn't over, though. What, what you've done is you opened up Pandora's box, Donnie. You know that. This well, isn't good. over. You know what? There's a lot of things that need to be investigated. I'll tell you what. There there is, and I tell you what, and uh, uh, Donnie, for the record, a lot of the investigation the, is the, the Todd uh, Bullard city. What the hell's going on at Evans Mill? The, uh, whatever, that's a different. You're you're, you're changing the story. The the Todd Bullard no, well, city listen, of Watertown attorney I'm fan club. The story, but once you start connecting the dots, it's not really. All right, okay, fair enough. All right, that's Donnie. That's uh, Donnie yep. Henry Hill right. Donnie here on the Live at Five show. I'm not a rat. Oh, you know exactly what a rat is. Do you know who Paul Savino is? Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was the guy who played Big Paulie. <laughs> this is the craziest town ever. I don't care what everyone... Remember, what was it, about five, six years ago, they said this is the least judgmental town in the world? Do you know what? They're, ab- they're actually wrong. It's the most judgmental town in the world. They got it wrong. They, they sent out the survey, and they, they, they gave it to everyone upside down. So everything they said was completely the opposite. It's not the least judgmental. It's the most judgmental and the most opportunist. There is nothing wrong with Todd Bullard's City of Watertown Attorney Fan Club on Facebook. In fact, I was posted on there yesterday. And a lot of these are just simple. These are very difficult memes to do, which leads me to believe that this is a guy. I mean, I'm sorry to say that, but usually guys are really savvy at stuff like that. I do a lot of video work myself, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, there you have it. I got to do a break. I got to do a break. We'll do a break right now. You're listening to the Live at Five show. We'll be back. At FX Caprera Honda, yes, we are known for tough trucks. We have over 200 trucks in our inventory, but sometimes you just have to pop the top and kick back. Introducing some... Needs to spend responsibly to ensure the money is always there for maintaining and bettering the city's infrastructure. Let's bring common sense back to the city council. Paid for by the committee to elect Ben Schoen. Right, we're back. Yeah. All right. Whatever. 22 minutes before the hour, if you want to chime in, it's a Tuesday. It's beautiful outside, gorgeous weather. And as we get better weather, obviously people are more less inclined, I should say, to call in. I get it. So just break the rules and call in anyway. Give me a shout. Call me up right now. You know the number. People say I don't say it enough. 755-1240. 755-1240. Don't forget the 315 area code. Uh, LeBron James is looking to retire. I say good. good. Perfect time to retire. Do the Jim Beheim thing. Go out when you're down. Do it. Do it that way. It's better. Just, you know, people don't care as much. Plus, uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony is uh, obviously a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's in the top ten scorers. He's had a long career. He's been around, he's been doing it since 2004. But now they're saying they're going to retire his number as a Nick. 
And I say, what? As a Nick, first of all, he became a journeyman. He started with the Nuggets. And then he went to the Knicks, I think. I think that's the way it went. He played there for like seven seasons. And they didn't go anywhere. He never went to the. He never even went to a conference final. In fact, Carmelo Anthony was bar- barely had a, a record in the playoffs. It's, it, he was like the O.J. Simpson of his time. As good as he was, he was never on a good enough team to make it to the postseason. And that's what this Otani and uh, Mike Trout are dealing with right now. Arguably, the greatest ball players in baseball right now. Both those guys. Otani is a phenom. He could pitch and hit. He could do everything. And he's on a, a, a horrible uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels team. And the same thing happened to Carmelo Anthony. The same thing happened to the slicer. You knew him as O.J. Simpson. And I, don't th- I think he went to one playoff game, and I think he did it with – I don't think he did it with Buffalo. I think he did it with San Francisco. So it's just one of those things. But to retire him as, and then set him into the hall as a Nick? Ugh, that's the Dolan's just looking to get in the Hall of Fame. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? What's happening? I'm just giving you a little information on what's going on at Watertown High School this year. Uh, yeah. My daughter graduates this year. Mm-hmm. proud of her. And we order the cap and gown. Sure. Girls one, which is white. Um, they brought purple back and saying everybody this year has to wear purple when they graduate for gender equality. And it's not fair for the... Uh, Kids who aren't sure what their gender is, so everybody has to wear purple now. Oh, wait, wait, let me let me just challenge you one thing. You know more about this than I do, but purple happens to be the school color. Does that have anything right. to do with? Okay, does that have? Because they call them this, the cyclones, purple and white. But you're saying purple represents what now? The boys always wear purple, and the girls always wear white at graduation ceremony. Okay. Oh, so they're going to set. I see. Now everybody has to wear purple ah. for gender new for gender reasons. Don't, isn't it odd they didn't choose the white because the women, were, the girls, they should say, were wearing white? That, that that off the bat seems a little bit sexist, but that's me. So, okay. Right. So th- do you have this in writing? Um, She was told that by the teacher, and um, and like, we ordered the girls' gown. And I'm like, well, why is it purple? Why we got the boys? They must have messed up. Like, right, oh, right, sure. We're purple. So are you, in, I mean, you're, you're upset with this, no? Well, I'm annoyed with her. She's more upset than I am. Your, your daughter is more upset with this. What is she doing? Yeah, do- she wanted to wear the white. Right. Like all the other girls did. And, and does she want to wear white like all the other girls did? Because now, especially because they know about this whole inclusion thing, this equality thing is upsetting them, or her friends for that matter? Um, it, I don't know if it's much of that. It's just like they they want, they wanted to wear the white. I think it looks better on them. And- right. Right. All of a sudden, they have to switch it up for a few kids that aren't sure what they are. So ultimately, who makes a decision like this from what you can gather? I, I, I'm wondering who, if it's a superintendent or who, who's doing it. I don't know. And does anyone uh, know, have any information about whether or not this is being done in other cities, particularly cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York City, Miami, Chicago? Is this, is this a trend across the country? Can someone Google that? I didn't think it would happen here, but... Oh, it's it happening here, my friend. You know that better than I do. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know. You know, I, 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 I was... Hear me out. Last night, I tuned it in to the Greg, Gut, Greg Gutfield uh, show. And by the way, whatever his name is, Greg Gutfeld. And I don't watch Fox as much, but I will tune in on uh, uh, Fox and Friends in the morning, and I will watch Greg at night. 
And they had this guy out there, and he, was ki- he wasn't kidding when he said this. I was mesmerized by what he said. He said it last night. He said he lived in uh, Portland for 20 years, and his kids went through the school system. And he went into the high school where his uh, daughter or son was. It doesn't matter. And he noticed it, as, a, as a male person in a high school in Portland, Oregon, he couldn't find a bathroom for the men. And he said, well, uh, you got to get a key to go into the bathroom for the boys. And he said all the, other, all the other bathrooms were accessible. Those were for the girls, but all the boys' bathrooms were closed except for one, and you needed to get a key for it and permission to go. And he said, well, why is that? He says, well, there's too much vandalism, too much violence, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, geez, this is awful. This is you know, a blue state, a very blue city. People are exiting Portland just as quickly as New York City and San Francisco. And, and, and only to find out. That this is something that, it, 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 I forget what else he said, but it was just shocking that this was happening in the high school and he didn't know about it. And it's, 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 it's just, un, it's maddening what's happening in our school. So I got to ask you, your daughter just went through four years of high school. He talked about the violence. He talked about, you know, how dangerous it is, at least in those high schools. And I hear this, of course, when Millie Smith was here a couple of weeks back. Did you get a sense that high school, at least when your daughter was there, was in fact a little violent from day to day? She never really said that. I mean, there's kids fighting and stuff, mostly girls, but it's yeah, cat fights. Yeah, cat fight, and that happens. I mean, it's not not better or worse, but it's it is troubling. And now this inclusivity, this this whole move movement towards that. I guess what we got to do, and I'm not a parent. I don't have skin in the game. I'm a guy with a radio show here, but I'm as a concerned citizen as anyone else. My taxpayers' uh, dollars goes to that. Uh, our, our grades are down. We're, we're, uh, uh, statistically, we're really abysmal in terms of uh, our numbers, just as bad as uh, the Bronx and, and Brooklyn and so forth, and Utica and Syracuse, which is inexcusable. And you just wonder, are, are, are we spending more time worrying about culture than we are about education? That's, I, think, I think that's exactly what's going on. Trying to be woke and hip or whatever they're trying to do and well i mean what what do you do as a parent do you do you like call up other people and have you have you spoken to other parents about this i haven't spoken to anybody else about it no i heard about it like thursday or friday and then it's just unbelievable okay one more time so 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 that everyone is on the same page just like 20 years ago everyone gets a trophy even though you suck uh but now now as you graduate Everyone wears the same purple gown, and that's because right. it's, it, it shows everyone is equal. Is that, am I reading you right? For, it's uh, fair for the, for the genders, the gender So I guess that, whatever. The, because I guess if, if the boys are purple, purple trumps white, so now we're all purple and girls and boys are on the same, which, by the way, you and I can agree that boys and girls are, in fact, at the same level. We know that. But somehow or other, they're going to shove. More, they got more girls there. A few of them that think they're boys, and I think that's what's going on. And, and is that speculation? Are you hearing that through the grapevine? I've heard that through, you know, the, her friends and stuff saying it. The so, so the color purple homogenizes everything, and it happens to be the school color. So let's stick with that. So if someone is feeling white or blue or purple, they could just feel one color. We could all feel the same same thing, I guess. Is, is I guess yeah. that's. But your your daughter, who is very much a woman, a girl who wants to celebrate being a girl with her girlfriends, that has been ripped from her. That that's yeah. that that's been taken from her and her friends. Yeah, and like her, you know, our families all went to Watertown and you know wore the white, like her 
Right. You know, grandmother, aunts, and all that. And she wanted to do the same thing. And of course. You know, nothing wrong with it. Right. It's a problem. Well, let me ask the question. Um, is the prom coming up, or is that done already? That was Saturday. That was Saturday. Yeah, because I saw, I saw prom. Again, it's none of my business, but I see prom pictures. And I, and I and I I saw something where you know the 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 queen and king happen to be men in some school not here in Watertown and everyone's celebrating it just like when I see a picture of Lizzo and, and on, on one of the Facebook pages you know from uh, ET magazine oh, whichever and they're saying oh look how beautiful Lizzo is oh is she celebrating life and she doesn't care that she has diabetes by the age of thirty five years old and loses her foot by the time she's forty two she looks beautiful. That's the way uh, we all should be. Incredible. Incredible stuff. Sir, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Well, there's someone concerned, you know, and again, he even said his, his daughter's more upset about it than he is. And I don't blame her. But you don't want to, you know, they won't listen to the kids anymore. They're doing the right thing. We're doing it for you. Other cases of, of female athletes being, uh, you know, passed by, if you will, for the lack of a better way of putting it in, in terms of accomplishments. Um, the left is not your friend. If you if you are on the side of the left, the left is not your friend, especially if you're a woman, especially if you're a, a, a swimmer from Kentucky University. I'm forgetting her name at the moment. But she has been under attack almost literally to the point where she needs bodyguards just for speaking up, just for training at age five, six, seven years old, waking up at four o'clock in the morning. And just at the time when she, her time to, to, to make it in the, in the, mo- the moment itself. And all of a sudden, that's taken away by a guy that feels like he's a woman. And there's another picture of a guy. He's an African-American male, and he's wearing a one-piece. And it's just, it just looks silly. It just is. I mean, do what you want to do. If you want to do that little fantasy thing, that's fine. But and we're just introducing it to the school levels. That it's, it's an everyday thing. And if you speak against it, you're vilified. Very sad. Very sad uh, world we have right now. Truly is. Hi, you're on the air. Good afternoon, sir. I just want to reflect back to something that happened in 2008, which ties into today. Yeah. So when Obama was running for president, Michelle was on the campaign trail, and she said, we have to change our history. We have to change our traditions. We have to change our culture. Barack knows this. Well, immediately they yanked her like a exit stage left hook off the stage, and we never heard from her again. Hmm. They've been working on this. For two, since 2008, right. they've been slowly creeping it into our society, and then Trump threw a, a wrench in the whole work. Yeah. So, so Obama was pushing this at, let's say, you know, 15, 20 miles per hour. Right. They lost four, four years because they thought Clinton was going to get in. Yeah. So now Biden is like 70 miles an hour. Oh, faster than that. Four years that they lost. I totally agree with you, and I've alluded to that myself. They doubled down ever since Donald Trump became president because they didn't think he would. In fact, we should right now we should be in Hillary Clinton's second term, and they would be at 40 miles an hour. But because of Donald Trump, they're, I'm going to go ahead of you, my friend. I'm going to say they're at 120 miles an hour right now. They're making up for lost time, and they're going to shove it right down our throats. Donald Trump, for the most part, uh, God bless him, and, and I hope he, if he becomes president again, they're just going to get worse. They're going to be at light speed if he becomes president again. They're really going to get radical, particularly that group, because they're very angry. Very angry people. Very angry. Absolutely. The only thing that may have saved us a little bit of time is they thought Obama left like 100 federal judgeships out there on the – he didn't – confirm anyone because mm-hmm. he, they said, oh, Hillary Clinton will do that. Right, right. They just assumed she would take on. Yeah, right. And then Donald Trump, not only did he get three Supreme Court, but right. he got over 100 federal. So they're like, 
oh, snap, right. that wasn't supposed to happen. No, it wasn't. You're absolutely right. And, and by the way, for a one-term president, the last one-term president, of course, was, uh, was Bush, was uh, uh, Bush Sr., uh, H. Yep. Bush. Uh, I don't think he did. He even have an opportunity to nominate a new Supreme Court judge. Donald Trump was a four-year term, had three. That's unprecedented. Pardon the pun, I, but it really is. I think didn't we get Sandra O'Connor under Bush Senior? Yeah, you're probably I, right. I think, yeah, I think he, he did do something like that. I, you know what? I think O'Connor was under Reagan, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll have to go back and look at that. I'll have to Google it. But I got to do a break now. You, you raise a good point, and thank you for that. It was a slow burn under uh, uh, Michelle Obama. Thanks again. Uh, yeah, so let's do a break. Yeah, 2008, been happening ever since. Good points, good, uh, good calls throughout. Let's do a break. Rely on L.A. Quarry and see them on Facebook. W- welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm reading something here on News Chucky. I, I, I'm fascinated with some of these uh, headlines. Bar closes after woman admits to drinking there before hitting teen with vehicle. Uh, this, uh, well, this is out of Sydney in New York. All right, I thought it was a little bit more regional, but. It's, you know, bars got to be careful. They really do. Uh, and everyone wants to own a bar, but, uh, you know, you are liable. You know, if someone's leaving your establishment and they're not they're not fit to even walk, you're that's gonna that's something I should bring up with Joe Stanley tomorrow. And it's sometimes it's tough to do. Sometimes you can't tell if someone's really drunk. I, I would say myself, I, I, in my day, I I was known to you know tip a few and so forth, but I really never showed it, never did. But then again, I never drove like a maniac. But nonetheless, I could have, because when you get drunk, you do stupid things. So as a bar owner or bar maid, that's a tough that's a tough call. Sometimes you just don't know who's leaving the bar. And other times you, you, you suspect that someone is really wasted and you know you, that's the obvious, but it's not always the case. One of the most difficult businesses to own, no doubt, is a bar. And for one, that's one of the main reasons. It doesn't surprise me that that, that bar closed. Hi, you're in the Hi. air. Hi, uh, Glenn. This is your non-lawyer friend. Yeah. Um, look, George H.W. Bush appointed Justice Thomas. Thomas. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. I should have known that. Right, right, right. With yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, we, we, yes, the, the people who come in or are looking for the, uh, uh, I know I, I've been criticized for this, mm-hmm. but uh, Patrick Hickey was on last Friday, and he said, well, they asked the, uh, the school board years ago about the swimming pool. But that was years ago. What have they done recently? They, I don't, I don't why, know. I'd like to see it in writing why the school can't, you can't utilize the school property by the public for, for uh, public pools. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't figure that out either. But, but no, wouldn't you agree? I mean, yeah, we could talk all we want about pools here, there, everywhere. But who wants to go in an indoor pool without, without windows in the middle of July and August? I'm not We've got two public ones, but during the, why not utilize the, the public ones uh, are only about 12 to 13, 14 weeks. Right. And uh, for the amount of money we're going to spend, uh, why not utilize everything? Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but the experience is just is not there. Right. Is that a bad question to ask? No, I, I would just say that it's, it's, and I wouldn't even say it's apples and oranges. A pool is a pool, but an outdoor pool at a park or something, you know, on the north side with, you know, where you get the sun, you get the effect, you know, you see other people, you could throw a beach ball. It's a, it's a different so it's environment. $4 million to be used 12 weeks. No, I agree. Oh, that's another thing altogether. I just wouldn't substitute it with a school pool that's indoors. I, I understand all that. Yeah. There's no problem with that, but there's, right now there's five pools 
in the boundaries of Watertown. Right. Why not utilize, uh, figure out how to utilize everything? Sure. And sure. so that the children can have total utilization of everything over a period of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a great advocate of swimming. I'm a great advocate of uh, children, children's sports. Sure. I, I love it, and uh, I think they should have it. But why not utilize what's it's laying vacant? Why not have it? All right. Not to mention the countless number of pools that are independently owned by, by homeowners, which, you know, I there's know a lot that, of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this, this city council is, has been insanity. I mean, this is insane. What's going on? Well, that's why we have a voting process. So, okay, uh, real quick, I got to get another call here before I go. Top I top four candidates in your in your book. Go. What do you mean, top, in, in city council? Yeah, city council. Oh, uh, Glenn, Sh- uh, Mr. Schoen, okay. I think should be okay. Um, I, I can't think of all uh, other ones, but uh, all right. Well, uh, think about I it. I think he. Well, yeah, no, think about it and get back to me tomorrow. I'm going to take right, this well, call. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what we should be doing. I know Jeff is kind of throwing that question out there, too. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Uh, I think that guy's got a point. you got to remember, um, that, you know, a lot of people are trying to stay out of the sun. And, uh, ah, come on. You can't go uh, into a pool without the sun. Seniors it's like going to the beach indoors. Yeah, no, nah, I'm what? not buying that. I'm No, no. A pool, it gets hot outside. That's, that's when you go out and you see all the chicks in bikinis and whatnot <clears throat> and other people that shouldn't be wearing bikinis. Hey, now. And, uh, but other schools, uh, they do it, Glenn, uh, they open up, uh, their, their pools to the public. So yeah, I, I don't un- understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some people can't afford to go to the Y. So, uh, Tim, uh, real, Tim, real, winter time. Tim, so. real, real quick, uh, 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 cap and gowns, should they all be the same color for inclusivity during a graduation? Well, you know what I would do with that guy? I, I would have got a white one for right. one, Right. but now it's too late. But here's the other thing I think. Uh, that they could do is uh, buy the white gown and, and hold their own their own ceremony yeah. uh, to, to protest that. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, and then that's they'll crazy. point you out. You're one of them. We should audit them. Yeah. Get the FBI on them. They're mega hey, people. Uh, I, I missed Hickey on Friday. So was it the same song and dance? That was oh, you got to listen to the re- Oh, come on, Tim. We're, listen to the rerun. No, nah, I was good. Tim's a good guy. Uh, some people thought I was too too kind to him, and uh, he floundered. But he's a politician. What can I tell you? Well, you know, he's got to do what he's well, got to do. Well, he shouldn't be a politician. I mean, he's not a good politician because he didn't do his homework. I mean, the guy well, just if you heard the show, he did <laughs> at his kitchen with Cliff Claiborne. I got to go, but thanks, Tim. I appreciate right, it. That's uh, that's uh, Tim. Hi, you're in the air. Dallas. Right, I thought there was somebody there. Oh, whatever. All right, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Good show. Calls out of the blue about things that uh, I never expected. And a great call, of course, from the smart guy, Jerry Manor, uh, from CECOM Credit Union, right there on Auto, uh, Arsenal Street towards Houndsfield, toward, by, beyond the mall. Check him out. And uh, good guy. All right. So, And uh, thanks, Tim. Sorry about that. I got to go right now because up next of CBS News, uh, followed by the final hour of Sean Hannity. AM 1240 WE10, Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. Uh, Jeff Graham tomorrow at noon, and I'll be on at 5. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. We're learning more about a 19-year-old Nazi sympathizer who plowed through metal barriers